Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. On SENSA, you're listening to The Sandville Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians. The Host Plus Sandville League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing beats it. This is The Sandville Show with Damon Adams. We said off the top of the show that this win, the Tigers over the Crows, was one of the more remarkable games of Sandville footy we've seen in many a year. The coach of the Glenelg Tigers is a presumably very happy Brett Hand. Brett, welcome to the Sandful Show. How are you? Yeah, Damon, I'm well, thank you. What happened in this fixture, Brett? Of course, 15-point winners over the Crows. One, one of the sharpest turnarounds of form within a game that I can remember in a long time. Um, yes and no. Um, like it was such a, it was a really good contest. Like the first half in particular was. Um, you know, just a real good battle of two teams going hard at it with contested footy, and um, you know, I think the first quarter really showed signs of that. But you know, the second quarter, um, we probably were our own worst enemies. Like I, I was pretty happy with the way we were going about things at halftime, apart from our execution. Um, and that, you know, we kicked the ball at fifty-five percent in the second quarter, yep. which means giving the ball back to them. And that, that's got a lot to do with their pressure. Don't get me wrong, their pressure was 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 elite, and it was probably the most pressure we've put up, been put under for quite a while. Um, and we turned that around in the third quarter, where our kicking efficiency was at you know ninety percent. So you know it, it showed that when we had the ball in our hands, we were, we were actually going well um, in the first, and then the second sort of things turned dramatically. And you know credit to the Crows, they um, they came to play with a, a real good positive attitude and and a real good contested game and. Um, you know, it was a it was a it was a good game to watch. It seemed like when Adelaide had the ball in the first half, particularly in that second quarter, that they that it wasn't just the turnover game, but they were just finding quick avenues within their forward line. Raleigh Philthorpe uh, got the better of you, um, and it, it just seemed any time they went inside fifty, they had avenues to goal. How how do you tighten that up over the halftime break? Um, yeah, Philthorpe kicked three in the first quarter, and you know it was young Jordan Moore played his second game uh, for the league. And you know the credit to him, we spoke to him at quarter time about you know whether, about how to adjust his positioning, and you know it's full credit to him. He he made some adjustments in the second quarter and for the rest of the game, and he had only had one kick on him for the rest of that. Um, and you know the new church kicked a couple of goals, but there was sort of different avenues in the second quarter. Yep. That, you know with their goal kickers, you know it was um, you know I said new church kicked a couple, and it was a couple there. Um, Smaller forwards and then Curtis and Wright and, and even Strawn snapped one out of the ruck. So you know, I was reasonably happy the way our backs were sort of holding down their, their, their you know their opponents. Um, and it wasn't one real avenue that was hurting us. So you know um, when you've got people like that that can score across the board, you know it's pretty hard to control them. So when you're against uh, just the momentum that the Crows had in that second quarter, you, you said you know you, you there was a lot to like still for the team. 
Is there a panic amongst the playing group or did they come in at the halftime break, you know, reasonably calm given the circumstances as well? Um, oh, they were frustrated. They were frustrated with themselves. Um, you know, like we we did some things at about the 15-minute mark, which sort of, um, you know, they didn't kick another goal for another six minutes. So we, 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 led, we stemmed the tide there a little bit. And yep. then, you know, we lost our lid a little bit and played fast and we probably shouldn't have played fast and kicked the ball back to them and they kicked two late goals. So there were some good learnings that we took out of that with our review last night, really. Um, and there's not much you can do from the coach's box. You can put some things in place, but... You need your leaders on the field to take control. Um, and, you know, we did that for, for 10 minutes, but we didn't do it for long enough. And, you know, if you go in with maybe five against you instead of seven, you know, it's probably a better feeling. So, yeah, there was some um, frustration amongst the boys as they came in. And, um, you know, the, the stats, as I said, in the second half time were, were quite favourable. It was just our efficiency was terrible. And I guess that gave us some belief in the third quarter that when you go out and you're you implement a game plan that you've been practicing all pre-season and, um, you know, we, we take care of the ball in their hands and, you know, we're a different team. And I guess that was probably the most pleasing thing for the second half. Obviously, there's a redirection there that happens after half time. But do you look at half time as the next quarter holistically or are you giving the players shorter term goals than that? Um, they came out very strongly. I think that they were, and correct me if I'm wrong, Brett, but maybe four goals in the first five minutes there. So is there a, a, a short-term goal to say, okay, I, w- I want to see you do this in the first five? Um, no, not really, because like I said, the the improvement was with our efficiency, not the way, not our structures, not, yep. our, not the way we were getting the hands on the ball. It was more about efficiency by hand and by foot in, in valuing, I guess, the... Um, when we have the ball, um, and I guess that was probably the major focus at half time is okay, you know, our plan's working, but you know, you've got to take more care of the ball. Um, and, and that made the Crows be more accountable for some of our players rather than just being a drop off. And you know, some of our delivery inside forward 50 was better. Um, and you know, Liam McBean um, sort of kicked, kicked three in that quarter, and you know, which is you know, great effort when you're someone that's like that up there, but yeah. you know, you get Brett Turner's next. You know, Brett Turner sneaks forward and kicks a couple of goals and um, Luke Parkinson kicks a goal. Um, you know, you need your mids helping you forwards out. Um, and that was, you know, it's pretty critical for us because, you know, we lost Luke Reynolds, um, you know, 30 seconds into the game. Um, yeah. And, you know, that's what probably makes it a little bit, um, you know, sweeter for the players. We were down in rotation for the whole game and I thought we ran the game out really well. Considering a warm night as well, it uh, certainly wouldn't have helped uh, with those rotations. Um, the, the atmosphere at the Bay was was pretty incredible. For the Good Friday atmosphere just hummed throughout, particularly when the momentum started to take shape in that third quarter. Did the players uh, appreciate the experience? Oh, absolutely. Like it's my second Good Friday taste of footy here at Glenelg. And last year we started off the season against West Adelaide. And, you know, it's the first time I've been involved. And to have, you know, 3,500 people here, which I think was... Um, you know, great credit to our fans um, and supporters that turn up and our members. Um, you know, it's a really good atmosphere. That time of night, you know, it's twilight, four o'clock. Um, you know, the lights you know, on the hill. Um, yeah, it's, it was just a, a good a good atmosphere. And, you know, when we started to kick those goals, you know, certainly the crowd um, assisted the boys out on the, out on the field. It's definitely a great advertisement for Sandful football. We're speaking to Brett Hand, coach of the Glenelg Tigers, who ran out 15-point winners over the Crows on a Good Friday. Of course, attention turns now to, uh, after a bit of a longer break, uh, Anzac Day footy against the Eagles. Uh, grand final rematch. How do you approach this one, Brett? Um, I'll, 
it's a cliche, I guess, Damien, like like I do any other game. Um, it's a it's another good challenge for us. Um, you know, they've had two good wins in the last couple of weeks. A bit scrappy on the weekend against West, but um, you know, West is certainly improving. Um, and you know, it's a they're the reigning premiers for a reason. Um, both sides have had some changes. You know, like we've got nine different players in our side this year from last year's grand final, and um, I haven't had a close look at it, but they've probably got similar numbers. Yep. Um, to that, um, so you know, it's going to be a really good contest, and um, both teams um, have got some depth. You know, as I said to other people, that their 18s obviously won a flag last year. The reserves were, were very competitive as well, um, and so you know they've got some guys back that didn't play much footy last year as, as well. You know, so they've obviously got Goldsworthy back who missed you know the bulk of the season and brought in you know quality tall like you know Connor Ballenden, and um, you know they're, they're lucky to have um, you know. Hormon come back to the the, the, the side and um, you know Zane Williams didn't play in the final grand final last year and he's a, he's a premiership player from the year before and he kicked three goals in the weekend so um, yeah we're looking forward to the challenge they're, they're the raising reigning premier for a reason and yeah it'd be a good chess, test for us once again there's threats up forward uh, Daniel Menzel in in fine form to start the year um, how do you prepare the defense the defensive line for them oh look Menzel brothers are class. You know, they, they heard us in the grand final. Um, you know, that Daniel um, is obviously very good with his one-on-one contests. Um, and he doesn't miss too many shots on goal. Um, so, yeah, we'll have a good look at it this week and see what their best matchups are. And, you know, we're, we're lucky. We've got Jordan Murdoch coming back from... And Alex Martini coming back from health and safety protocols. So, you know, we've got a bit of a think about, about how we adjust our back line. And, um, you know, we're, we're very fortunate to have guys that are playing some good footy in the twos that are putting pressure on. And so, you know, we... We'll make some changes this week with those two guys coming back in. But, um, yeah, we'll have a close look at that match-up and see who best matches up on him. Did the longer break allow you and the team to enjoy your Easter weekend? Absolutely, yeah. Um, it's the way to go. Know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. You know, Good Friday and the players love having the weekend off. And, and even with a 10-day break, like we didn't, you know, I gave them all Saturday, Sunday, Monday off. You know, I snuck back to Sydney to see the family for the weekend, so that was nice. Um, and, yeah, we had a really good training session last night and we'll train again tomorrow night and Saturday morning. Well, it's been a great start to the year for the Tigers, sitting atop the Sandful ladder, undefeated. They take on the Eagles Monday. You'll hear it live here on SEN. Brett Hand, coach of the Glenelg Tigers, thanks so much for your time. Anytime, Damon. Thank you. That is it for the Sandful Show this week. Make sure you catch up via the podcast. Search the Sandful Show for all the interviews we've had today, of course, we spoke to Neil Craig, uh, legend of the Red Legs, North Jacob Bauer, and of course, Paul Bonds have got us up to date with all the latest in Sandford news. You can hear Bonds and the SEN commentary team coming at you live from Port Lincoln for the Norwood West Clash at Centenary Oval this Sunday from two. It's going to be fantastic. And of course, the grand final rematch on Anzac Day, the public holiday Monday, Eagles v Glenelg. What a cracker that is going to be. Catch it live on SEN. Anzac Day from 2. The Sandville Show back again next Wednesday. We'll catch you then. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.